is my name is Paul Procise, and I do podcasts, and I do some streaming things, and I do a lot of stuff on the internet. But here today, what I want to do is provide you some amazing information, um, show you how to research for Colorado Proposition 115. I'm doing it for every single Colorado proposition that's on the ballot this year, and I'd like for you to um, go ahead and like, subscribe, and share this video. Um, hit that notification bell because... Um, I'm trying to do something a little bit different than what a lot of political commentators are doing and actually give you the information that you need to vote. You can go to your echo chambers later later on in the video, about halfway through, I will give my analysis and what I believe um, on these things. Um, but up front, I really want to give you guys the best information. Then you can guys can go to wherever you want to to um, get your particular confirmation. We all we all have our biases. We all have our beliefs um, and our values. Um, but what I want to do is show you where to find the information, go about it the right way, and then we can talk about the political things. I think that's the best way to do it. So what I do is I go to the Secretary of State's website. Why do I do that? It's because that's where uh, you register to put propositions on the ballot. It's where you get the information and it's where you can get the original documents. So if you go here to my screen here, and um, we go directly to the Sec Colorado Secretary of, State, Secretary of State. If you don't know where to find it, it's sos.state.co.us. So since that's kind of hard to remember sometimes, um, just type in Colorado Secretary of State. Right here on the front page, you can find elections and voting. Um, if you do, just go through here, you can, you can find all of that. It, it gets confusing, right? So I just recommend just do Colorado Secretary of State, maybe elections or voting, and go about it that way. And then you go down to the statewide ballot. Um, ballots for 2020. You scroll down, you can look at all the amendments, you can look at all of the um, propositions. And what on this particular one that we're doing is 115. Now this is a, is a hotly contested um, issue, as we all know, and um, it's about abortion. So before we get into what sides we're on on this, let's get into the facts. Okay, so here's how we do it. We can read the summary, and I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm not the best reader. I've got dyslexia, so it could be hilarious when I read this. But also, here's, here's the thing that you need to be doing is um, pull up the PDF, the actual filed document of this, because I have found on occasion that this is not exactly representative of what's in here. Imagine that. So... It's political. This whole thing is political. So we need to actually find out the source. So yeah, we can go ahead and read the summary, but this tells you exactly what is going to happen if this passes or doesn't pass, what we're voting for or what we're voting against. I think that's very important that we read through this. I'll provide a link below of this particular document. I need to have the original sources go to the original source every single time. You should do that for news. Anytime you hear your favorite um, commentator on TV or whoever you are, if you like MSNBC or if you like Fox News or if you like The Blaze or if you like The Vox or something, you know, like polar opposites, whatever you believe, you need to not take their word for it necessarily, but find their sources, find their documents. This is one way that we can do that with elections. I think it's vitally important. So um, this, uh, this section, part nine, late-term abortion prohibited. Um, it's a declaration of the people, 1816-901. 
the people of the state of Colorado find and declare that, and then it goes through all this stuff. So this is the definition of what they're doing. So the, they actually define what they think abortions are, just gestational age, uh, probable gestational age, 22 weeks means 22 weeks, zero days gestational age, just gestational age. And then it goes on to say, pro or abortion after 22 weeks, gestational age prohibited. So after 22 weeks, that's important to remember when we go into some of the, um, the sides, because this has been misquoted, frankly, on both sides, because there's misunderstanding. People don't go to the original sources or they just have their confirmation and they say whatever they want. Okay. <clears throat> Unlawful conduct, notwithstanding any other provisional or provision of law, except as provided in 186.903. It is unlawful for any person to intentionally or recklessly perform or attempt to perform an abortion on any other person if the probable gestational age of the fetus is at least 22 weeks. So what that says in this right here is that if the, the baby or fetus is 22 weeks, then you can't perform abortion. Here's the kicker. You need to read what 186903 is except as provided in 186903. Well, what are the exceptions? You need to take note of that and then read for yourself what those exceptions are. Are you okay with those exceptions? Are you not okay with those exceptions? The political commentary that you hear out there says that there are no exceptions in this law. I'm reading you the, the law and it says that there are exceptions. Exception, number three, paragraph three. But let's first talk about the assessment of gestational age because that's important as well. We define what gestational age is. A physician performing or attempting an abortion shall first make a de de determination of the probable gestational age. And we all know that that's from the last time of menstrual peri um, period to um, when they've tested it. So that, that's, it's, it's a guess. It's not exact, truly exact science, but it's, it's a really good, very well-educated guess. They use um, ultrasounds and the, the, the knowledge of last menstruation and all of that stuff. Like, it's, it's pretty scientific. Um, knowledge about the case of and the medical conditions involved would consider necessarily to make an accurate determination of the gestational age. So it's just defining that's what Section 2 is. Number Section 3. Here is um, the exceptions that you need to note and understand. If, in the reasonable medical judgment of the physician, an abortion is immediately required to save the life of a pregnant woman rather than a, an expected delivery of the living fetus, and if the pregnant woman's life is threatened by a physical disorder, physical illness, or physical injury, including a life in endangering physical condition caused by or arising from the pregnancy itself, but not included physical or psychological or emotional conditions, such as an abortion, not unlawful in such a situation, a physician can reasonably rely on an, ass an assessment of gestation age made by another physician instead of abiding by the provisions of 186903. There are exceptions Take note of that because we're going to be talking about that in confirmation bias in here in just a few minutes. Okay. 
in Colorado Revised Statutes. It goes on. Unprofessional conduct definition. Unprofessional, as used in the article, means a violation of Section 8.18.603. This is all just legalese. Um, I'm not a legal expert. I'm just showing you the facts. Okay, this is what the summary says. Shall there be a change to the Constitution or the Colorado Revised Statutes concerning pro- prohibition of an abortion when the probable gestational age of the fetus is at least 22 weeks and in connection or yeah, in connection therewith, making it a misdemeanor punishable by a fine to perform or attempt to perform a prohibited abortion except when the abortion is immediately required to save the life of the pregnant woman when her life is physically threatened, but not solely by a a psychological or emotional condition. Defining terms related to the measure, including probable gestation age and abortion, and exempting from the definition of abortion, medical procedures suspend for at least three years the license of a of a licensee whom the board finds performed or attempted to perform abortion, a prohibited abortion. Okay. Here's some more important information. These are the people that represent this particular thing. Look them up. These are the people that represent this to the state. Registered issue committees, coalition. This is in favor of this particular bill. Coalition for Women and Children, Registered Agent uh, Marjorie Klein. You have Alliance for Life, Registered Agent uh, Trisha Campbell. And in Birthday Abortions Colorado, um, Marcy Little. Okay, people that oppose abortion access for all. Um, that's uh, Registered Agent Sarah Taylor um, Ninsa, Nanista, sorry, apologies. And then Valerie Kane uh, for Students Vote No on 115. California. So these are all Colorado, Colorado, and then an out-of-state group in California. So um, that's where you get your information. That's a great way to know what the law is. And then here's what I do is I go to the Googles and I Google things and I find out what this is all about. And I start clicking through the links and these are the things that pop up. I find ballot pe- ballot, uh, Ballotpedia. They can be um, decent um, source um, to find resources or things. Um, they tend to lean a little bit left. This site sometimes they omit things that are not really in there. It's happened. Um, trust me, I've I've gone through and I'm like, wait a second, they they completely. But here's here's the the thing about this that actually does um, aggregate a lot of information, and I would recommend that you go here. Um, as a as a source um, for researching these um, ballot issues, okay? Um, then you can start finding people that are for and people that are against. So no, people that are for or against this. No on 115. There's a uh, vote no on 115. We know that that students for vote no for 115 are for California. And this is what I typically try to do. I try to find out who the people are behind this. And um, sometimes you have to go to like the tracer website and find out who they are, who these people are, who's giving to these organizations. And I can find, cause they, it could be murky, honestly, because you want to vote no and you're actually for something. Sometimes you vote yes and you're actually against it. It's confusing. These things can be confusing. So um, this is how I go about doing things. Who are, who are for these things? Um, abortion access for for all launched the no on hashtag no on 115 campaign to defeat the late latest abortion ban appearing in Colorado 
um, 2020 ballot. We are a robust growing coalition, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so this is who they are. This is what they claim. Um, so get the facts. Um, we've got the facts about Prop 115. And if you go through it, one of the big things is there's no provision for late-term abortions. There's no exceptions. There's those things. And I find that that, and I watched a video. Um, my wife and I were watching a show on Hulu um, a couple of days ago, last night as a matter of fact, actually. And it said that there are no exceptions in this bill. And that is a flat out false. That's just flat false. I'm not even going into what I believe. I'm just saying that that is not true because we just read that there are exceptions and it can be determined by the doctor. We need to know our facts. And if these people are going to say this, then, you know, I think we need to be a little bit honest here. Now, at the same time, when I've gone to the yes for groups, they have basically, some of them, some have claimed that it abolishes all abortion because they're trying to rile up their base. And that is not true either. That's not necessarily what Peaks or Pikes Peak Citizens for Life claim. I'm just saying that both sides have been kind of hyperbolic. They tend to be very hyperbolic. And we need to know the facts and we need to know the truth. Okay, so that's where you go. That's how you find things. Pro, um, and you can find the process that they went through to get that. Actually, that's a really good thing to do. Um, so this is where we go, and we start looking into um, Denver Post endorses a no vote. Um, that's their editorial opinion board. Um, and then a yes, uh, pr- r- um, respect life, Denver. You can find out what they believe. Okay. So would you go ahead and subscribe, like, hit the notification bell, share this video. I think this is vital, important information that I've shared with you and how to find things. Now here's where I start to talk about my opinion and who I am as a background. If you've never seen me before, this is, this is the opinion section, okay? Um, again, my name is Paul Procise. I do podcasts, I do commentary, um, and I do a bunch of other things out there on the internet. I play some gamings and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you can find me on Parlor. You can find me on Twitter. You can find all of those things. You can find me on paulprocise.com. And that's how you get a hold of me if you want to um, talk about any of these issues with me. And you can, or you can do in comments below. Make sure you like, subscribe, and, and comment. Okay. My background is um, fairly conservative. Now that I lost half of you, my um, I'm also a former youth pastor, um, former police officer, um, but that does not necessarily inform what I believe or hold true as um, in politics. But I will tell you that my faith, I am a Christian first and foremost. That's my identity. I find my identity in Christ and Christ alone. That's where I find my identity. Now, that's that's a nice thing to say, but I also identify as a former cop, and I, I'm a family man. I have three kids, wife of 20 years, and we um, we put these labels on ourselves. So I just want to give you that heads up. That's where I'm at. That's who I am. That's my background. Um, so I believe that all life is precious, that we were not only formed in our mother's womb, that life began at conception, technically, but our lives actually became or began even further or beyond that, before that, because God knew us. 
before we were even formed in our mother's womb. So I believe that that is sacred. That is something we need to protect at all costs. I do believe that there is a major problem here in Colorado specifically because the late terms um, abortion and what we hear and see are very dishonest debates. And we hear, well, late-term abortions are extremely rare. They hardly ever happen. Let me just read for you a second. I received a text message, of course, from one of these groups that are trying to get me to vote no on the the group uh, or on this, this amendment. And I received um, a text message um, from Nikki with vote propos- or vote positive Colorado repo health care or um, yeah reproductive health care is health care proposition 115 limits our right to choose can I count on you to vote no on proposition 115 here's how I replied I will be a, a yes vote it limits your ability to um, to end the life of cute defenseless viable babies now I'm being hyperbolic because I kind of am over getting these text messages. I get them probably two, three times a day. I probably could have gone about that more judiciously. Um, and then she replied to, or I said, abortions after 22 weeks, gestation is in, in no way health care. Um, I would actually disagree with myself a little bit on that because there are, there are cases, extraordinarily rare, that that might be actual health care. We do know that that, to be true, okay? But to claim that um, selective abortions at any point is health care is dishonest because it's a choice that we're making to end another person's life, that we need to also consider the health care of that other life. That's just my position. That's where I'm at, okay? Abortion later in pregnancy is a serious, rare medical procedure representing about 1% of all abortions in the U.S. It's a procedure used when some something in the pregnancy has gone seriously wrong. Okay, this is one of the things that um, advocates for abortion do, is they'll take a nationwide stat and apply it to Colorado. The problem in here in Colorado is we can have abortions um, all the way up until the day of birth. People are like, no, that's not true. Yes, it is true. There are several, um, specifically in Boulder, we see further south in Colorado, that there are places, there are abortion clinics here in the metro area, in the larger, the greater metro area, and further south that do perform late-term abortions. The one in, in Boulder does do this all the way up until the day before birth, to quote-unquote. So to to claim that these things are rare and don't happen, they do happen. You need to look at the, the numbers. They're kind of crazy. And um, this is what I followed up with. It's 3% of abortions in Colorado. Know their facts. 9,000 plus last year of just abortions. So 272 had late-term abortions. And less than 1% of the 272 were because of something going seriously wrong, as she quoted. The debate is hyperbolic. Things and facts are thrown out there. And then if you don't weed through these numbers, then we get lost. There are a small number comparatively, but that's how you get away with justification 
of something that's going that that I believe is tragic. We have 60 million plus abortions since Roe v. Wade. That's 60 million potential citizens, and if their facts are one percent, or or only one for only one percent have been late-term abortions. Only it's just only. It's still a massive number. Do you realize how many people could have been born? Could have been scientists said it could have blah blah blah. Well, I I don't buy into and I don't believe the narrative of anybody that claims that you are being saddled with a a baby that we're hurting the life of the mother if we punish them with a baby. I do think that we need to talk about life choices. I do need to think that we need to talk about education things and health care. There's a lot that goes into this, and I get that. But I don't buy in to um, that we're punishing a, a person by making them have a baby. There are um, lots of things that are going on into this debate. Here's the thing that I want to encourage people that are um, against abortion that find themselves on the life side. Now, the truth of the matter is we have faith, people of faith or people of science that are that understand that life begins at conception. So we, we it's not just a faith issue. People that are on that side tend to be um, either lumped in with the, the hate-filled people standing outside of abortion clinics with the signs and the you're going to hell and those things. So we tend to be lumped in, but the um, at the same time, there's not a lot, a lot of people out there showing true mercy and kindness and caring um, for the women that find themselves in a tragic situation whether it was their choice, whether it was um, a, a choice put upon them, whatever the case may be, I believe that we need to be having more um, tender, loving, caring responses to the women that find themselves in, in, a, in a unexpected see, in an unexpected um, pregnancy. There are great organizations all over Colorado um, that provide these services. One of them is Alternatives Pregnancy Center. I would encourage you, highly encourage you. You have alternatives.org. Um, you can go to their website and learn more about them. There are just so many things that you can learn um, or get involved with if you are for um, life-caring alternatives. Putting your head in the sand or just blasting something out on social media doesn't do anybody any good. In fact, it probably polarizes people even more. And so even though I'm putting this out on social medias, I think that we need to have a better response in how we have these debates and these conversations. Then we can start moving and talking to people and moving them to maybe our side or whatever it is. The problem is we get so nasty, we get so grumpy, we get so hate-filled because we are fighting for life and we get emotional and these things are truly emotional. I'm not dismissing that, but we need to also take a pragmatic 
and humble response and position and body, you know, like body positions and, and our, our language, uh, what we say and what we do and how we go about it says a lot. And if we can just act in humility, then we can have a better chance in winning people over. And if we can show that there are options for people other than having to take a life of their baby, then I believe that we can have a better chance in winning over and have better chances of ending abortion altogether. It would be great, in my opinion, it would be great if we'd never even had to have a law that says you can't have. If it's just a cultural thing, and it's, a, it's unacceptable culturally to have a selective abortion. That the only way that you can have an abortion or should ever have an abortion is because the life of the mother is endangered or whatever. You know, that medical things do happen. And you're dishonest to say that they don't ever happen, but... It's extreme, I mean, amazingly rare that that happens. Amazingly rare. So let's have better conversations. You can find me on paulprocess.com. Please, again, like, share this video. Help me get the word out about these issues, these propositions. I already have one out on another proposition. I'm going to be putting out more here very soon. Please, please, please. Engage with me. Let me know how um, I have may, may have missed the mark or I'm hitting the mark or how you agree or disagree. Let me know. You guys have a great day. My name is Paul Procise. Bye.